This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not substitute for professional medical advice. Please seek a medical professional or healthcare provider if you're seeking any medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Thanks, everyone. We're back. We're back. <laughs> and we're starting with coffee today. Uh-huh. But we do have a lot of celebrating to do because we you do. guys are awesome. Yes. Yes. Joe, uh, how come I'm so short? <laughs> I think it's a chair. Oh, raise it. Raise it a bit, okay, maybe. Okay, there we go. Okay, there I we go. Like... <laughs> anyway. I think we're better now. Yes. Just my hair we're is like adjusting. top. Okay, there we go. There we go. Yeah, for those of you watching on video, you'll understand. But in audio, we're like being very girly right now. But this is our first episode out of four that we want to record today. So, you know, there's that. moms. Yeah. Working. people. Yep. Working. She just came from rounding. So, and then my child decided to wake up late. With extra energy. With a lot of energy. I've fixed this bed behind us like 50 50 times times, already at this point. And then I have a hyperactive like lab lab that's also not cooperating but you know we're, we're trying our best he's here. having like a lot of secretions i'm gonna have to give him some glycoperolate <laughs> and that is what it's we dry out the secretions awesome you know what yes i'm down i'm down for that because as you saw he like if he's just waiting there by the door for you to open the door for him it's just like in the floor just baba which he is it. in english it's just spit because he's trying so hard and he's like so excited to get out of the room that he just like drools and it's just gross. But anyway, and today's episode right now, we are talking about dreams. Dreams. I don't dream. I dream. I've had dreams before, but I, dream I too much. don't dream. I dream too much, unfortunately. Yeah. And they're all horrible. As we, I mean, if you heard the last episode, which was sleep. I was like, yeah, we, we talked about dreams yeah. a lot and sleep. We're kind of like in this sleep type of series right now and i i honestly didn't even realize it when i was like putting in the (laughs) or yeah it was like it was sleep Mm -hmm. then dreams then melatonin yeah and i was like oh we're on a we're on a series here and i I guess it's like our subconscious is like you need sleep sleep." yeah and then well here we are so and then here i am to be like it's not happening (laughs) (laughs) also our subconscious at like two o'clock in the morning when we're just like yeah exactly Exactly. Exactly. Okay, everything. Yeah. And I'm here on TikTok like at three in the morning instead of sleeping. You know? I don't I, know how that happened. I, I knock out. Dude, no. Like, I, I wish. I wish. But it's just like then my anxiety kicks in at night. You know, it's a, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. But so we're talking about dreams today. <laughs> yes. So, Jules, what are dreams? So they are a fascinating and mysterious phenomena that occur during <laughs> sleep. I was like, wow. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> crazy with dreams i know that dreams happen that's the thing like how how we're able to do something like while we're passed out how do you know you're not dreaming right now exactly which is like a whole philosophical forget like tangent that you could go off on Mm -hmm. but 
Yeah, so dreams have been a subject of many scientific and psychological studies, but there is still a lot that we don't know about them because they are just very mysterious. I mean, cultures have like their own, yeah, you know, religion has their own like, you know, theories on it. Like you could, I mean, this is a big, big topic. I think people have like full on. And if you hear, I'm sorry, this is, if you hear like, that's my the puppy labrador just munching away on a on a treat because if not he was not gonna let us do this but anyway yeah and then there's movies there's just a lot a lot of things you know in regards to dreams they're fascinating they they really are so i remember them all some people do like me some people are like yvette that don't remember them i just don't remember them but look last night i had a dream and it was a nightmare most of the time like my dreams are either nightmares Mm. or <clears throat> they're just very random yeah yeah but i don't even remember like apart from yesterday like i can't remember the last time i had a dream yeah you're like mario like for him to remember a dream is rare like it has to be like that like a nightmare something that's very like i don't know but yeah very like intense exactly because yeah. if not he just won't he won't remember them and yeah. he says most of the time that he doesn't dream it's rare for him to wake up and be like i had a really crazy dream last night yeah i don't i don't dream at all damn I mean, I don't my know. mom dreams. Me too. Every day. Yep. Same. Every day. Same. Yep. Every day. And, and supposedly, How you sleep. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But supposedly, like you do dream. Everybody dreams every day. At least like a little snippet. Maybe it's even like a scenery, like a like a picture or something. But you just don't remember. There are people that just have more of a. There's my dog again. Just are more predisposition to like remember their dreams. And then uh-huh. there's other like me. And then there's other people like you and Mario that just forget it or like it's not just doesn't stick, you know? Yeah. But you technically do dream every night. Yeah. And I love this episode because we <coughs> go into what dreams mean to in other cultures and oh <laughs> if you guys are on video, you'll see Brownie just try to hug. I love yeah. you too. I love you too. This is how I edit. It's... Oh, more Baba. Yeah. Stop it, Brownie. Stop. Stop. Gross. Stop. Stop. I actually really love dogs, but not the Baba part. He's just a love bug. You know, a typical lab, like, wants all the attention all the time. And all talking about dreams, he's one that dreams a lot. Oh, my God. If you guys have watched me on the lives that I do for Funny Medicine, he's behind me most of the time, like, right now. And but of course, Yvette's not here, <laughs> like yeah. blocking, his blocking him right now. So you just see him in the background there on my bed, just I'm like full on dreaming. dreaming that I have to wake him up sometimes because I'm like, he's having clearly a nightmare. A nightmare. You know? oh so God. you see me there like waking him up and then people are like commenting or whatever. So if you want to check out our, my TikTok live on funny medicine sometimes and check him out, you can because he's kind of like our podcast dog. He's anyway. so cute right now. He just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's you know he's cute sometimes, but anyway. Okay, so wow, we are tangenting, tangenting, tangenting. It hasn't even been five minutes. Hard on this episode. <laughs> we haven't even. We've only done like the first. Anyway, okay. So here we go. So, so what go dreams? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> what dreams and why do we dream? So dreams can be different things, and this is purely like 
what we've researched mm. because I can't speak from experience again. I, I don't really dream. So, but I'll speak whenever I have experienced something with a yeah. dream. So dreams can be images. Mostly mine are more than just images. So mine is like something playing out. Like okay. it's not just like a photo. I yeah. Guess. So a full on. Like a full on, like something's going on. Yeah. But it can be thoughts. It can be feelings. I like as a... Coming from like a medical standpoint, I can see how emotions are very mm -hmm. integrated mm -hmm. because usually when you dream, it's mostly a memory. Okay. And then sometimes it could be not just a memory, but a memory triggered what mm. you are going to dream. Okay. It could be images, thoughts, feelings, and it usually occurs in sleep. But the visual imagery is the most common, but dreams can involve all of the senses. What's crazy? Daydreaming. Yes. Yes, I do daydream hard. Yeah. Sometimes I tangent I off and I'm like, yeah. I tangent off hard to that. And then I snap back into it. And I'm like, Jesus. Yes, I know. <laughs> you know? It's crazy. And doesn't mm. it? Okay, the scarier one is when you daydream and you're driving. Yes. And then you get to the end point. To the end point, you're, like, you're like, how did I get here? I don't even know how That's I got here. That's when your brain is on autopilot. Bro, isn't it fascinating how your yeah. brain's capable of doing that? Yeah. Like, okay. I, you see, like, this topic is just so... It's, it it could is branch, very interesting. It yeah, could it branch, branch into a lot of different things. Because that on its own, like, I do that so many times, mostly in the morning that I'm more asleep than I am awake oh. when I'm taking MR or whatever to yeah. school. And I get to school or I get back and I'm like, I, I don't... I don't even remember most of it. I'm just like... Because no. you're on autopilot. Yeah, yeah. You know? Completely on auto autopilot, but anyway. And you start thinking about other things and yeah. you get distracted. <laughs> but there goes my cough. <laughs> Everyone is sick at her house. Yeah. So are we. My house, we're all podrido. But anyways. <laughs> Flu season. Yeah, I know. <laughs> there are different theories yeah. on why people dream or what is the purpose of dreaming. So it can be building a memory processing an emotion which we yeah. kind of already talked about yeah. mental housekeeping yes which i think that that's like really cool isn't like, it fascinating yeah you know it's just, it's like you need a little like, escape yeah yeah it's like your brain disassociating from itself i know that's deep <laughs> jules god jules is gonna come out with a new poem tomorrow Damn. <laughs> yeah, I haven't written a poem in a while. I should. What? You haven't been writing? I haven't been writing in a while. I've been just like really focused on this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, Whatever. she needs to write. She's a great poet and a writer <laughs> in general. She she wrote a book. Anyways, okay. So dreams are most common and intense during REM sleep. So if you catch us on our previous episode, we kind of explain the sleep cycles, but kind of just to yeah. briefly say it, there's different stages in sleep. So there's something called REM sleep and non-REM sleep. REM is your most shallow type of sleep. It's so when we went like this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I saw this. I was like, what are we doing? Yeah, there's some clips of that. things that we do on video, and I'm like, what was I doing? That was an awesome clip. Like, yeah. that was awesome. <laughs> like, catch those clips on, like, Instagram and on TikTok. Like, we're just literally trying to replicate what REM... This is. Yeah. Like, what REM sleep looks and like. It, oh, and by the way, it looked nothing like that, by the I'm way. Sure. I'm we sure. We tried and we failed. Yeah, it was... Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> so... Uh, and then you have non-REM sleep, and that's when you're not dreaming, you're in your deepest sleep. Yeah. So that's why people remember their dreams more often, because you're not actually in a deep sleep. So mm -hmm. they happen in REM sleep. Yeah. So dreaming is a normal and is normal and it's healthy, but frequently nightmares can kind of interfere with people's lives yeah. and their sleep. 
Okay. Yeah. So theories of dreaming date back to really ancient times. Dreams were regarded as divine messages and reflections of cosmic forces by many ancient civilizations, such as Greeks, Romans, Chinese, and Indians. Yep. Each civilization had its own method of interpreting, classifying, inducing dreams so based do. on various criteria or rituals. I can, I can imagine someone that dreamt and then they're like we're gonna induce dreaming in you yeah and drug the shit out of well they did that yeah they did that well the egyptians okay yeah egyptians but also oh my god what is this movie spartan the spart what is which one sparta yeah sparta yeah 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 yeah. 300 300 300. okay this is sparta that one one. remember they have the part with the oracle yeah yes yes and that's like that's the greeks yeah oh there is oh yeah 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 what if I'm like Roman? <laughs> I, have I get it. My, I have all my civilizations Dude. mixed up. No, nah, I get it. I get it. I'm over here like, yeah, Sparta of Roman. <laughs> Dude, file. Listen, we're in science and medicine, not in history. I sprinkle it in because it's relevant, but that's not the podcast. And actually, that's, I'm really bad at history. That's, that's not, terrible. Actually, I'm really terrible at history. So that's not what this podcast is about. So yeah, yeah ask me anything else except for history. <laughs> My dad would be so disappointed in me right now. But anyways. Oh, my God. Mario would have been right now, like, cracking up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Mario's a sure. nerd. But anyway. You could just cut that out. <laughs> no, dude. It's the one makes us funny. It's terrible. <laughs> okay. So anyways. Oh, sorry. My socks. Okay. <laughs> okay. So dreams were used as various pro- for various purposes, such as diagnosis, prophecies, therapies, spiritual insight. Ancient Egyptians believed dreaming was a way to receive divine revelation. You know I'm going to sprinkle in the Egyptians when yes, I can. Yes, <laughs> she always does. She loves those Egyptians. <laughs> and they would even induce dreaming to receive these revelations with dream sanctuaries as special dream beds. I am so down for a dream bed. Not me. Yeah. For being a, in a little sanctuary just so I could dream. Like a little... No, I want to sleep. I don't want to dream in a sanctuary. Well, I mean, I want to sleep. Like, <laughs> give me the best sleep of my life in a sanctuary. Well, it's impossible for me. Like, if I sleep, I dream. It's like, it comes... I mean, that's why it's like, I have to. It, so I'm, I'm okay with it. I wonder what the dreaming beds look like. I know, right? Hmm. It's probably like Egyptian dreaming beds. Hmm. Probably something opulent and amazing. I'm thinking of like Cleopatra... Like the Liz, the Liz Taylor Cleopatra when she comes out looking all fucking glorious and amazing, <laughs> love her. I, I mean, I saw that movie way too many times when I was a child, and I was like, oh I my love God. her. Look at that! I knew it. It had to be. It's oh the Egyptians. God, I guess like that's like where you put the head. Probably, the Egyptians are wild. Yeah, they are actually. They're... Look, look, look! It's like a little picture. Exactly. Of, like... They're wild and they're extra. That's why I love them. That looks like it has some pretty good neck support. Yeah, it looks. <laughs> I will put this on Instagram when I typically do the. Oh. Don't mind my broken screen. Yeah. You need to get your new phone. I do. I need to get my new phone already. Anyway, so yeah, the Egyptians were wild. Yeah. So there was a turning point in theorizing dream function, and it came about like around 1953 when science published that. What? Esserinsky published the Esserinsky and Kleitman paper you're gonna say it a lot better than me okay so when science published the azarinsky and cleatman paper establishing REM sleep as a distinct phase of sleep and linking dreams to REM sleep yep so that's when they were like oh well it's part of a cycle exactly and the more technology advances the more we keep actually researching into this the more we're gonna like you know think of um i mean come up with this wow i can't really put words together today this is gonna be a great couple of episodes for me anyway Boo. 
Woo! All right. So there are many theories about what we dream, but no definitive answer. Some of the well-known theories are, of course, Freud. You know, we all know who Sigmund Freud is. He has, he's controversial. Some people really, really don't like him. And then other people are like, look, he had some good points for given the time. I fall into that side. Like for the time where he came up with all of this, it was pretty interesting how yeah. he was able to come up with this. Was he a cokehead? 100%. Did he prescribe coke way too often? 100%. But again, it's the times. And I mean, if you took coke back then, it's probably like now how we take Advil left and right and maybe in a couple of years they're we're gonna be like oh my god why did people back then take so much ibuprofen yeah we know we just don't know you know it's it, i guess you gotta think about the they times definitely thought outside of the box for yeah sure. yeah but anyway so sigma freud was a pioneer of psychoanalysis which is a revolutionary approach to understanding the human mind and behavior he believed the dreams could reveal the unconscious desires and conflicts that our conscious mind represses he published his dream theory or theory of dream interpretation in his seminal work and it's called the interpretation of dreams in 1899 so i mean it's it's been a while guys like i mean let's cut him some slack for being a cokehead <laughs> freud proposed that dreams are a form of wish fulfillment they represent the wishes that we are unable to satisfy in our waking life such as sexual or aggressive impulses and he really leaned into the sexual impulses, but okay. It's fucking weird. <laughs> it is, it's very weird. But I mean, again, he thinks outside the box. Yeah, yeah, at least he did, yeah. So he distinguished between the manifest content of a dream, which is what we remember upon waking, you know, when, like, like me, I remember most of it. And then the Latin content, so the hidden psychological meaning behind what it is that we remember of that dream. And then the manifest content is often a distorted version of the wish that the dreamer's mind tries to fulfill. While the Latin content, so the content that's like hidden, is the underlying wish itself, you know? So that's what they try to like, when you go to a therapist or whatever, it's like, okay, let's, let's dive into that dream. Let's see where this is coming from. Why are you having these recurring nightmares or yeah. whatever the hell? So Freud also introduced key concepts of psychoanalysis, such as the Oedipus, 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 Oedipus complex, free association, and the role of the ego, the id, and the superego. He used the analysis of dreams oh, as bringing back so many awful memories for me. For med school, not even med school. I would say like college. Yeah, and we had to study all this. Yeah, I remember studying this yes. in college. I don't remember what class. I don't but... want to say BS, but I have like no interest in Freud theory. Yeah, and all of that. So every time that they would like. They would like test us on it. I was like, oh, Lord Jesus. I was actually fascinated with all this psychological stuff. How? How? <laughs> how? I don't know. Does Mario like Freud? No, he's like you. Yeah, it's the same. We've established this a lot. <laughs> like, I go ahead and I start talking about this, and then you just see him going somewhere else. So. I think it's because we're so like logical. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm here yeah. like. We don't have that space in our brain very developed. And I'm here like, but what if? I'm always like with the what if. And You're like, oh, that's deep. And I'm over here like, mm. <laughs> sounds kind of BS to me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. But it's true. Though. But we talk about these things and I'm like, mm. it does make me think a little yeah. bit, you know. And that's that's what I like, that it makes me think. And but I'm it's like, so funny. Like people tell me their dreams and they're like, what does that mean? And I'm like, oh, I was like. It's like in that episode that we had that you were like, fucking crazy. And I was like. <laughs> okay 
<laughs> so he used the analysis of dreams as a starting point in his free association technique, where he encourages patients to verbalize whatever came to mind without censorship. So just like, be frank, tell me what it is that you talked about. And I mean, talked about, dreamt about. about. And he believed that this would help them access their unconscious thoughts and feelings and resolve their psychological conflicts. Freud's theory of dreams was influential not only in the field of psychology, but also in literature, art, and popular culture. He is widely re um, regarded as one of the most important figures in the history of psychology, and his work has inspired many other theorists and researchers. However, his theory of dreams has always been criticized for being unscientific, subjective, and based on his own personal biases and experiences. So, yeah, there's that. And then, but isn't that a theory, anyways? That's a, yeah. How many theories do we have? There's so many people that have theorized everything. So I don't know why people are like. I just think that maybe he was so like, wow, in this world. Yeah. So then there were some people that are like, mm, yeah, I don't know how he got that theory yeah. or something like that. But I mean, it's just it's a theory. Physics is practically based on theory. Yeah. So, no, I mean science is based on theory. Exactly. That's like literally, the first thing you do in a science class, they ask you to come up with a theoretical question. Right. So and I they mean, create a science project out of it. We technically wasn't doing anything wrong in that aspect, you know. Mm -hmm. But I, whatever. Anyway, Freud's wish fulfillment theory. This theory suggests that dreams represent unconscious desires, thoughts, motivations, and are too repressed or taboo to express in waking life. Then there was the activation synthesis. Cannot say that word right. Theory. This theory proposes that dreams are meaningless interpretations of random firings of the brain during REM sleep. The brain tries to make sense of these signals by creating a coherent story out of them. Okay, I'm going to go by these quickly. Threat and social simulation theory, and it pretty much allows us to rehearse and prepare for potential threats and social situations that we're worried about. Information processing theory, so it claims that the brain is trying to consolidate information that you gathered during the waking, you know, your, your waking time. The psychological functioning theory that states that dreams serve an actual biological function in our actual like physical brain. And then the expectation fulfillment theory, and it asserts that it helps us use up emotional energy that we couldn't express during the day, like those pent up repressed emotions or whatever. So we release them during our dreaming time. So that was Freud. And now we have the other one, which is very popular. Um, yeah, Carl, Carl Jung. Yeah. So, um, so he believed that dreams were a way of communicating with the unconscious self and becoming aware of its contents. And he also proposed that dreams had two dimensions, the personal unconscious, which is unique to each individual and the collective unconscious, which is shared by all human beings. That's weird. Yeah. And that is deep. Yeah, that's really deep. That's kind of like when you take ashwa ash ashwagandha or whatever mm, no i think that's the vitamin the the one that you trip out the vitamin there's ashwagandha is a vitamin there's a vitamin that's called very close to that but i'm talking about the one that you go in a tent and you just like the really trippy one the one that all these billionaires do yeah, yeah and yeah. they go into the desert into a tent and they get smoked out and really really high off their asses on something Oh my god, what the hell is that? Somebody's screaming it on the other side of the screen right now. Oh listening to the twit. And I had it in my head, but I can't. I don't remember now. Anyway, and they trip out, but they all remember. Yes, I know. The, the that lady. Exactly. Lady, they, yeah. So that's probably where he's getting this collective unconscious. Oh, ayahuasca. That's it. Ashwagandha. Close. <laughs> you see, ashwagandha, though, is a vitamin. Oh, okay. And you t it's like, I don't know. I think it's like for ayahuasca ayahuasca though. ayahuasca yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i'm like wait a minute now that i saw it i'm like it is ayahuasca <laughs> yeah and it's the one that you go in a tent and then the 
I get what he's talking about here, the collective unconscious, because everybody comes out with at least something similar Yeah. in that. And how the hell does that happen? That's creepy. It is creepy. So it's like, yeah, the collective unconscious. Isn't that nuts? Like, how does everybody, completely different individuals, didn't even, they weren't even raised with each other. They're just everything, like different everything. And they all come back at least saying about that lady or something like that. So weird. It's really weird. Anyway. So yeah, so the collective unconscious contains archetypes, which are the primordial images, symbols, and themes that express fundamental aspects of human existence. Whoa. <laughs> These people definitely didn't sleep. No. There was no sleeping involved there. No, no, I don't. I don't These sleep. are like thoughts that you have at like two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely do. My God. So Jen believed that dreams could be used to guide the process of individuation, which is the process of becoming whole and an integrated person. And then there's two key concepts in Jung's dream theory. Individuation, which is the process of becoming whole and an integrated person, like I said, by balancing and harmonizing the conscious and unconscious aspects of the self. Okay. Ego, the conscious part of self, which is aware of one's identity, thoughts, feelings, and actions. Self. Wow. Yeah. This is all whole psychology. Yeah. It's just like, you know, just. Yeah. Self, the totality of the psyche, which is includes conscious and the unconscious, the personal and the collective, the human and the divine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he went deep. Listen, guys, he has a lot. He has a lot. A lot of levels. There's a lot of to this. A lot of theories. A lot of yeah. They're all theories, but it, like yeah. he really like they call him like the father of dreaming. Or I didn't even I didn't like even that. finish all yeah, the parts because there's a lot. That. Google it. It's but a anyways, lot. it's a lot. If you want to read up on it, if you have an interest in Jung's dream theory. But basically, it was the self-unconscious, right? Yeah, yeah. And then the collective unconscious. Yeah, which is trippy. But yeah. And um, the most modern one, you know, because of course these were, you know, it was first Freud and then it was Jung and then now Matthew Walker. And he's a professor of neuroscience and psychology at the University of California, Berkeley. And he's an author and all the things. So he conducted extensive research on the functions and mechanisms of sleep and dreaming using various methods such as brain imaging genetic analysis like he went like he used a lot of science he like threw it all out there i like him yeah and he has discovered that sleep and dreams play vital roles in memory consolidation emotional regulation creativity and problem solving so he's more of like let's science this yeah. you know pretty much so i'm more interested in his yeah yeah the other ones are more philosophical like what if you know and then he's there like well he's more modern so i mean we got yeah. more stuff to you know he proposes that dreaming is a form of overnight therapy where the brain processes and integrates the emotional experiences of the day and reduces their negative impact on our mood and well-being and it also enhances our ability to make novel connections so pretty much like maintenance like you know it's a form of maintenance in our brain he also proposed that dreaming is based on empirical evidence and rigorous experiments, unlike the older and more speculative theories of Freud and Jung and others and whatever. So, like I said, he's more of a scientific approach in understanding how we sleep, how we dream, and improving our sleep and dream quality. So yeah. that's pretty much Michael Walker. And, and yeah, so now we're going to talk about how do dreams reveal brain disorders? Because apparently... Now there's like new research that if you actually take a look at dreams, there might be some patterns that may show like a development in the future of some sort of uh, some sort of situation. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. I, medicine. Yeah. 
I'm just like thinking about it, like a ton of things in my brain. But anyways, so how do dreams reveal certain brain disorders? Some dreams can reflect presence or onset of a neurological or psychiatric condition, such as Parkinson's disease, narcolepsy, schizophrenia, or post-traumatic stress disorder. And it does. There's actually a high correlation. So when you have nightmares, chronic nightmares, chronic dreaming, all of those things, it's, it's, it can be considered a parasomnia, which is a disorder of sleep. And uh, it's usually triggered by heightened emotions. Hmm. And then obviously, if you have like neurological disorders and stuff like that, then that could also, it's part of the brain. Mm-hmm. So it can kind of like tinker into that field of dreaming. But for example, people with Parkinson's disease often experience vivid and violent dreams, which may be related to degeneration of dopamine neurons in the brain. So there's dopamine a- is like that good, the feel good word. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's a feel good hormone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then also, like, I remember when I was studying as a med student very, very, very long time ago, we would talk about different types of dementia. Mm. And there's a dementia that, like, there's different types of dementias right. that dream really? and hallucinate of different things. That's scary, man. Yeah. And I'm trying to remember. I didn't think about it for the episode, but I'm trying to remember. But I'm pretty sure there was, like, a dementia that, like, you dream of, like, little people. Oh, I God. Swear. Yeah. Oh, God. That sounds like a nightmare. Dementia that dreams little people. <laughs> hallucinations, also known as microptic or diminutive hallucinations, that are tiny human creepy. animals' fantasies. Yeah. I don't but, like it. Yeah, it can be like a sign of dementia. There's like certain dementias that like you see or you hallucinate or you dream certain things. I'm not about the little people's. Yeah, like, but apparently it's like little people, little objects. It makes me think of, like, Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, yeah. Everything is, like, smaller. Or Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Or Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, (laughs) if you're from our age. Us millennials, yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I loved that movie. I know, me too. And that Disney, did you ever see Honey, I Shrunk the Kids in Disney? Yes. They had, like, the the giant ant. Yes, it was God, I played so much there. Me too, I played so much there. Oh, my God. Florida, Florida kids. Yeah, Florida millennial kids. I know. (laughs) So, another example of narcolepsy. It's a disorder that causes excessive daytime sleepiness and sudden loss of muscle tone. So cataplexy is basically like when you lose all muscle tone. People with narcolepsy often have lucid dreams, which are dreams in which the dreamer is aware that they're dreaming and can control aspects of the dream. It has happened. Not so often, but it, no, no, thank God. But I do. We're going to get into the lucid dreaming part, but like I have lucid dreamed and it's yeah. trippy as fuck yeah well part of narcolepsy <clears throat> if i remember correctly they do have different parts of dreaming so there's dreams that are hypnopompic and then there's hypnagogic okay oh, it's like really hard words to say Hypo- hypnopompic and hypnagogic hippopotamus yeah hippopotamus. <laughs> but hypnagogic is when you're about to fall asleep but you're still awake but mm-hmm. you're literally in that piece where you're about to hit one of the stages of sleep i love that part and you're dreaming Mm -hmm. yeah so that's when you're like going so a lot of people with narcolepsy describe that feeling and then there's ones that are hypnopompic which is you're coming out of sleep and Mm -hmm. you're like dreaming but you know that you're coming out of sleep but you're still dreaming has happened to me too oh my god that would give me so much anxiety and well yeah what the hell I would be freaking out. That's like, you know, we were talking about sleep paralysis, oh, which no, I guess no, is like a type of that. I hate that so bad. So bad. I hate that. Freaking out. Yeah. 
But anyways, lucid <clears throat> dreaming is not necessarily a sign of a brain disorder, though. So don't get crazy, people. If you start having, like, queer dreams, it yeah. doesn't, you know, Thank God. there's something wrong. Thank God, because I'd be fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. Because <laughs> I pretty much tick off all of these things except narcolepsy. You know? <laughs> if, if it were like that, I, I'd have, like, dementia tomorrow. <laughs> Dude. So... But it does involve a lot of psychological change in the brain. There have been some MRI studies of the prefrontal cortex and the cortical network, including the frontal parietal temporal bone, the temporal zones in the brain. And they have been shown to be activated when the brain begins to have lucid dreaming, which typically happens during REM, which we already talked about. Mm -hmm. So an estimated 55% of people have lucid dreams. And did you know that dreaming is more common? in women than it is in men no i didn't know that so there has to be some hormonal yeah thing to it oh yeah hormonal yeah, yeah. or just like actual like anatomy of the brain right and, that too and yeah. stuff I but then what's that. interesting enough is that after the age of i think around 60 they didn't really see too much of a difference like oh. between reported dreams so, so it's there has to be hormonal. something hormonal yeah it's maybe like that's testosterone because you know as men age their testosterone levels go down or like estrogen in women that's why like women after like their postmenopausal, they're like more likely to have heart attacks because estrogen is supposed to be like credit protective mm-hmm. yeah it's yeah. super cool it's yeah it's really weird hmm. so but yes so 55 percent of people have had lucid dreams some research has shown that it can provide therapeutic benefits to treat conditions such as ptsd recurring nightmares and it's and its entirety lucid dreaming may have some benefits such as enhancing creativity problem solving or coping with nightmares methods to induce lucid dreaming yeah there's people out there that seek it you know because it's pretty cool like if you're able to learn how to control your dream then you could in essence do anything you want in a dream so then people like well you'll see here like yeah wake initiated lucid dreaming so it happens wild. when wild, yes. <laughs> it's called aka Short, wild. Wild. <laughs> happens when the person enters a dream straight from waking. That's so so they it's wake wild. up and they go it's straight wild. into a dream. Hmm. This method helps you or mind or the mind stay conscious while the body remains asleep. Done by laying down and relaxing until you experience a hypnog There it is. There it is. I wasn't wrong. No, Hypnagogic. Hypnagogic you hallucination. Are a I can't believe I remembered that. That was <laughs> medical school. That's right. how much I fucking studied. Okay. There you go. Things that are like engraved into my brain. <laughs> exactly. So done by laying down and relaxing until you experience a hypnagogic hallucination. So you're falling asleep. So you're in that stage where you're falling asleep and you're having like a hallucination or a dream. Mm-hmm. So hypnagogic hallucination, aka a hallucination that only occurs when you're just about to fall asleep. And then that's really difficult to learn. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You're talking about like that tiny moment, tiny moment where you are about to completely fall asleep, but you start dreaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People it's giving me anxiety already. It's they, giving me anxiety. They train for that stuff. It's, it's, it's wild. It's not giving positivity here. I don't know why. I find that really weird and stressful and it's stressing me out. <laughs> I'm going to have a dream for sure. If I have a dream, I'll put it up on TikTok about what it was. I was just going to tell you that. Yeah. So reality testing is mental training by training your mind to notice your own awareness to import and export your ability to reality check. You'll need to follow. This is creepy. 
the following steps several times a day. One, ask yourself if you're dreaming. Am Two, I dreaming? check your surroundings to confirm if you're dreaming. Three, notice your own conscious, your own consciousness and how you're engaging with your surroundings. Some use mirrors to check if your reflection seems normal. Check solid objects by pushing your hand through a wall or table and see if it goes through. Check to see if your hands look normal. The time on the clock during a dream will constantly change, unlike during being away. Checking your breathing by pinching your nose to check if you can breathe because you can still breathe, then you're obviously dreaming. For those of you that are not watching the video, I'm actively doing all the things that she's doing. Yeah. <laughs> she's talking. But like what? <coughs> Reality <laughs> testing? I've never, have you had that before? No, no. Okay, I was gonna say, no, no. I've never had a moment no. where I'm confused if I'm dreaming or not. No, no, I've had moments in a dream that I've I- I've had dreams know. that are very, very vivid. Oh no, all my dreams are super vivid. Yeah, no. My dreams are not <laughs> like this. Like I can wake up and be like, oh yeah, that was obviously a dream. But there's, I've dreamt certain times where I wake up crying. Oh yeah, me too. Like, wake up. Like, I'm already waking up and I have, like, tears in my eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are, like, my extra bad nightmares. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Oh, but there so are terrible. dreams that, like, I'm in the dream and I don't have to do reality testing. I just know, like, I don't know. There's a reason. There's something that's obviously, like, too fucking trippy. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm dreaming. And then that's cool mm -hmm. because then I'm able to, like, you know, I feel like flying right now. Yeah. And then I go fly. <laughs> It's only happened to me very, very, very few times. My God, this is crazy. Very, very few times. I haven't had to train for it. It's just luck that I realized at that time mm -hmm. that I'm dreaming. But I don't fucking reality check or none of that. That's crazy. That's I mean, it's not crazy. I'm sorry. It's crazy for me because I'm not going to remember it. Yeah, like, I know that I'm crazy. not. It's crazy. It's not like we just think it's like, wow, fascinating. It's, yeah, it's wild. It's yeah, another it's it's another like, wild. Yeah. For us millennials, like, yo, it's crazy. It's not insane crazy. It's just like wild for you Gen Zers out there. Sorry. Wake back to bed. That's another one. Wake back to bed is entering REM sleep mm -hmm. while you're still conscious using some techniques like setting an alarm for five hours after your bedtime. And then when the alarm goes off, stay up for 30 minutes and do quiet activity, then fall asleep. You have to be dedicated to want to, to do, do this because at that time, five hours into me sleeping, I don't want to freaking wake up. Yeah. You must really want to. There was actually certain times in, was it medical school? I think it was medical school that when we learned about sleep, I, I learned that when you are in a really, really deep sleep and mm -hmm. you interrupt that sleep. Yeah, it's not good, right? It's not good. You come out very groggy. Mm -hmm. You feel very like bad. Mm -hmm. So, that, But when you hit a certain other stage, it's more like it's more favorable yeah. to wake up from that stage. So I, I, I had an app for that. Yeah. So there's an app and then it would tell you, it would ask you what time you go to sleep, mm -hmm. what time you want to wake up. Mm -hmm. And then it. it would give you a window. Your best window to wake up would be here. And I actually thought it made a difference. I did too. I woke up like nicer. Yeah. Like, you know, it was, it felt nicer to wake up instead of like waking up when I'm still like really passed out. And I'm like, oh my fuck, like I don't yeah. want to get out of this bed. But it would wake me up at like, yeah, like an interval. Yeah. And it would set an alarm for whenever it considered that time. And it, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm with you there. It did work for me, at least. I should do that again. Why did I stop doing that? I don't know. Who knows? I just got lazy. I didn't want to <laughs> answer so many questions. And then honestly, sometimes I would get pissed off because if I had to wake up at five, it was like, wake up at 4.15. And I was like, what? That. 
I hated that part. Yeah. yeah. That's probably why I stopped doing and it. And I was like, I'm not doing it. I'm like, I need I need those 45 minutes. <laughs> like, don't jack those minutes for me, man. Those yeah. are important. All right. So mnemonic induction of lucid dreams, also mm. known as mild. Mild. Is making the intention to remember that you're dreaming by remembering something odd from a past dream and keep remembering that while falling asleep. So I guess that's kind of like what happened to me in that dream. So you think about something and like makes like so you can no. I mean, what I remember of it. This was a long time ago. Was that there was something odd, like Mm -hmm. off, like maybe I don't know. Maybe there was a pig with wings. Let's Mm -hmm. say you know. And I'm like, "Mm." and then I'm like, oh, I must be dreaming. Okay, you understand? Like something weird. But I don't know. It's Mm -hmm. only happened to me like that once. Maybe more than once, but the one I could remember is like that one time, and I don't even remember what it was. Yeah, Yeah. I honestly, I wouldn't. I I wouldn't remember. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, keep keeping a dream journal because it forces you to remember what happens. My middle school teacher made me do this. You said it in the sleep episode, yeah. Yeah, she made us keep a whole entire journal. And it actually does work when you force yourself to try to remember what you dream. You eventually start, you know, remembering the end of the dream. Mm-hmm. And then you start remembering different pieces. And then you start remembering, like, okay. connecting pieces together. Uh... And then to the point where you remember your whole entire dream. And then she would have us draw it out. I mean, mine would just be horror. So, oh my god, she wouldn't yeah. want to. She wouldn't want to see my dream book. Yeah, that's that's a horror movie there. No, no thanks. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, it's bad, bro. Cautions of lucid dreaming, sleep problems because you're interrupting your sleep yeah. and therefore stopping yourself from getting enough rest. If you're waking up five hours later just to like fucking do this thing, yeah. Yeah. You're severely interrupting your sleep. Derealization mm, or the feeling that people and the environment aren't real. That's scary. That's, that's scary. Yeah. That's, I don't like that. No, me neither. That sounds like anxiety to me. Mm-hmm. Depression. Yeah. Clearly. You're not sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> and then sleep paralysis. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you could trigger it. You could trigger it by doing all this finagle. Because you're messing with that. You're messing yeah. with your, you know, your sleep rhythm thing you know so like the steps of sleeping Mm -hmm. anyway all right so dreams can offer insights into our subconscious thoughts feelings and desires dreams can also consolidate and integrate information that we have learned during the day they can be influenced by external stimuli such as sounds smells temperature you name it meds yes big time is a big one yeah big one big one dreams can be affected by our lifestyle such as diet sleep habits medications yeah um and dreams can be remembered better if we wake up gradually and write them down in a journal yep just like your teacher has suggested so yeah i mean yeah and i think it makes sense if you're stressed and you're not getting good sleep yeah. you're getting like very shallow sleep so maybe you're getting more rem sleep more mm-hmm. than non-rem if you have like too much caffeine in your diet or something like that then you're not going to get like a deep sleep yeah yeah meds yeah. you know there's a ton of medications benzodiazepines certain hypertension meds i know that when i was on birth control pills mm-hmm. that really changed up my dreams back then too now i'm i'm on a non-hormonal IUD, but my dreams are still weird. But they were extra, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were amped up when I was on yeah. hormones. There's a medicine that is used for PTSD dreaming and stuff like that called Prasen, mm. but apparently it helps for PTSD, like uh, nightmares and stuff like that. Interesting. Yeah, I would like to know, like, how does that work? Like, how does it target dreaming? I think it's a, yeah, and it's not even a medication that was made for that. I love it when that happens. Yeah. It's happening so often these days. Alpha agonist? 
Oh, okay. Let me see. Let's see if I got it right. Receptor antagonist. Okay, I was close, but it is alpha receptor. <laughs> so it's in, so yeah, basically it's a whole entire different class of medications, but it was shown to help with that. So yeah, and you know, I didn't, we didn't talk about it here, but there's like other like people that have chronic nightmares, which maybe we can talk about parasomnias. Yeah. Yeah. That would be like maybe like a little series. Parasomnias is night terrors, yeah. sleepwalking. Yeah. All those things. We could probably make a whole entire episode just on parasomnias. Yeah. Um I mean it was hard keeping this concise. Yeah. You know, it can get real crazy. That's the thing. It's dreams. It's so like yeah. general. So But people have like chronic nightmares. There's also a therapy called um, I don't sleep well. Imagery. Oh, okay. Imagery rehearsal therapy. Mm. So it's basically you go, it's a form of not a form of but it's like cognitive behavioral therapy like you go through that same process and then you try to interpret it make yourself used to interpreting it in a different way okay so people that suffer from chronic nightmares oh. and there's people that like are have a debilitating nightmares yes yeah, yeah to yeah. the point where they have anxiety the whole entire day about it and then they think about it and then just they go and they like dream it again because of how much they are thinking about it some people have ptsd type of nightmares yeah, that wake yeah. them out out of their sleep like mm. with a panic attack so they start they go through therapy and they have you like retell the the dream and then they have you change the dream oh so they have you practice like literally think about your dream the entire time and change that part so that makes it a nightmare kind of like exposure therapy almost almost like an exposure therapy exactly so then when you go to sleep the hope is, is that you control that part of your right. dream so you don't have that negative part in the nightmare that's so interesting yeah nice i mean i'm glad that that that, that exists especially for people with PTSD, like from war and mm -hmm. all sorts of things. Like it doesn't yeah. have to be specifically about war. It could be like anything, life situations and mm -hmm. horrible, horrible things. So that's great. And yeah, no, I don't have sleepwalking. Thank God. I have a lot of fucked up things happen to me while I sleep. So thank God I don't have sleepwalking to add to that. I, I, I sleepwalk. I haven't slept. I haven't done it in a really long time, but really, I and it happened when I was, I was, I was stressed. Okay. It always happened around midterms or finals when I was younger. Huh. And my mom would purposely put furniture in front of the door what? so that if I like moved the furniture, oh, that shit. she would hear me. That's wild. Cold mm -hmm. oh, cow. Oh man. No, thankfully, no. I don't. I, me nor my parents. My dad had night night terrors like most wow. nights. Most nights, which is like the interesting. Part of that is that you don't know. Yeah, but the but it's interesting because he did have Parkinson's. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then look at that. When I saw yeah, that, the night terrors before. Oh yeah, for most of his life, mm -hmm. he had night terrors. So interesting. yeah, I was like, hmm. and I mean, my mom would always complain about it because it's like intense. Like he would yeah, even yeah, like he would even curl up or like he would sit up in, in bed yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like all no, this crazy their, stuff. You can have your eyes open. You're yeah, screaming. You're talking. Yeah, and you're not supposed to wake up the person. That was the hardest part because yeah. he's like honestly in a violent like dream like you could yep. tell that he is like going through was going through like something and yeah go figure that when i saw that i'm like ah, well shit i'm telling you you just as the years go by you start more and more stuff clicking things exactly but that was dreams that was dreams let us know if you guys want us to do like an episode on something that we just briefly touched upon. Oh, we didn't even talk about daydreaming. Don't do not ask us to do an episode on Freud or John. 
Jules can handle that. I'll be out. I'll be with Brownie. Well, hold on. Right there. I'll sleep. Go this way. Go this way. That's my therapy. There we go. That's my therapy. You want me to get to sleep? Start talking to me about Freud. I'm going to I'm gonna zoom into that when I edit this. Look at him. He looks like he's like, just balls out. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't really see him from here. Wow. Just balls out. He's so cute right now. Yeah. I know. Thank God. Thank God. Some like my brother's dog, Mocha. I'm like, don't say anything. Whisper. When I'm editing or doing the lives, that's how he is. Sometimes it's balls are like right here. He's so cute. <laughs> oh, he, you'll see him dreaming in a little bit because he dreams a lot. I'm talking about dreams. But yeah, we barely even talked about daydreaming. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I thought I had put it in here, but I guess I took it out because it, this got really long. We'll as you do could a see. follow up. Yeah. Well, yeah, where we talk about parasomnias and stuff like that will include daydreaming. Exactly. Because that's also really interesting and something that I partake in a lot, unfortunately. God, I used to daydream so much when I was younger. Me too. Yeah, exactly. It was when I was younger. When I was younger? Oh my God. Yeah. It was like snap out of it. Everyone would tell me and I was in a different world. Completely. <laughs> Completely different world. I could easily disassociate like if i really got into it i wouldn't hear what people are like nothing just like completely somewhere else yeah i wonder anyways anyway so yeah stay tuned for that we'll probably touch up on that or something if it's not here it's on patreon so keep doing everything you guys are doing following us on youtube and all the socials the tip jars and the buy me coffee thank you so much yes thank you twitter's really doing twitter or x whatever it's called these days is really doing the damn thing thank you so much for all you new followers on twitter x whatever it's called now and keep keep looking at it because that's where i post like tidbits and i post clips and i post like things that we're thinking about doing and then polls you guys voted on something that you is kind of dreading to do today but we are gonna do it because you guys wanted it and we give you guys what you want lord (laughs) <laughs> so stay tuned for that because that is coming because we're gonna you guys voted so we're gonna do it yeah and thank you all again for subscribing and patreons pa- patreons you guys are awesome yeah and we'll see you on the next one bye like comment review us on all streaming platforms spotify apple music amazon music etc Check us out on Instagram and TikTok at Funny Medicine Podcast. Our Gmail is at funnymedicine305 at gmail.com. And remember, we are not diagnosing you. Definitely not. Just funny stuff. See you later, guys. <laughs>